Welcome back to another episode of the Family Framing Podcast. In today's episode, we wanted to talk about intolerances. So first of all, what is an intolerance? So typically when you're talking about intolerances for children diagnosed with autism or sometimes even adults, you're looking at something that is not tolerated well by the person, right? And this seems counter, you know, this seems intuitive, but uh, this can be sensory sensitivities. They don't like the feeling of a a t-shirt or they don't like to wear socks or they don't like a certain food texture maybe or or entire food groups or i've had instances where you know when i was doing tolerance training and we were working on stroller tolerance being able to be pushed in a stroller crib tolerance being able to be laid down in a crib without having a lot of problems or Um, I've done a lot of work with food intolerances. I've done a lot of work with bath time tolerances with various uh, aspects there, bedtime. Uh, There's all sorts of different things that can be going on uh, with different tolerances that may be difficult to understand or or figure out exactly what's going on. But once you once you find out where the specific intolerance is and you you help your child be able to train for that and or you change the environment around that, if it's possible, you can find a lot more success in daily routines uh, that, you know, that are really important for making daily life possible. And so when is a good time to decide when it's just something that they don't like versus an intolerance that you need to start training out? When you're looking at something that has to do with safety or health, when you're looking at like intolerance to wearing coats and it's in the dead of winter, you probably want to have them wearing a coat. You probably want to have them being okay with that. Um, you You know, obviously they need to be able to take baths or showers that's something that's really important. If it's a certain type of sock that they don't like, but they will tolerate another type of sock, even if it's like only the really fuzzy kind, is that something that you can let slide and you're okay to do? Then do so. Uh, And or if for large portions of the day they don't need to be wearing socks, maybe you're okay with them going sockless all the time. Maybe that's okay with your family and and how you want your children to be dressed. So there's different, you know, that line is going to be different for every family, but usually I draw that line or I suggest to parents that they draw that line when it comes to safety uh, and or and or health. Um, and then everything else is just a personal preference for the family. What's an example of an intolerance that you've worked through recently with a child? I, I mean, there, I work through these. I think that that's something that's really fun for me, actually. It's something that I feel like a lot of parents get really stuck on. <clears throat> it's something that I feel like um, parents will be like, I, I don't know what to do here. I need him to be able to take a bath or I need him to be able to have a haircut or like whatever it is. Um, and they just get really, really frozen uh, with how to proceed. And and I find that this is something that's really fun and it's easy to see success. Uh, recently, I had a I had a situation where I was working with a family. They have a little boy and he was going to be needing a haircut in about a month for some family photos that they wanted to take. And the last haircut that they had taken him to, it, it almost became a situation where they were like manually restraining him uh, and he was kicking and screaming and um, 
and parents were just like, you know, frozen and, and they felt awful for the situation, but there really wasn't anything that they could do about it. Uh, cause like half of, you know, his head, his head was like half shaved already. And then, and then he had this, you know, he wasn't tolerating the buzzer near his ears or cutting his hair. He wasn't tolerating the hair, uh, falling on him, etc. And, and it was a horrible, horrible experience. And so they came to me and they were like, you know what? We really want him. We really want his next haircut to be really smooth. And so I had the experience of like, there were multiple facets of what, where the intolerance was. So I had to train multiple different uh, tolerances. Uh, the first one that we trained was uh, he had an intolerance to wearing the, the haircutting cape. Um, so we trained that we made, we made him, we made it so that he found wearing the haircutting cape was really fun. We always had like fun movies on while he had that going and, and he was given treats and then we were able to fade all of that to the point where he would just like, you know, sit there and like eat lunch with, with a haircutting cape on. And it was like not a big deal. And he wasn't bothered by that at all. Uh, the next one we worked through was uh, was having the buzzer close to his ears and near his neck uh, while it was on. Obviously, we didn't do any cutting of hair because I, obviously, that is not my skill set. Um, but we we worked really diligently on that and to the point where he would slightly shy away, but wasn't screaming and was just kind of like I don't like how that sounds and would just move his head because we knew he was going to a child uh hairdresser like a, a hairdresser that they worked with children so they were kind of used to the moving around a lot so we we weren't super strict on on those things so we worked on that and then we also worked on um, on him being able to uh, sit in the chair for a while um, so that he would, you know, for seven plus minutes so that he would be able to successfully sit through the experience. Um, and then all together, so we we went all together, parents were there, I had my therapist there that I that I had trained on the program, and then I was there uh, to observe and make sure that the therapist was, was doing everything right as we had practiced. And he sat down, and there was a little resistance to the cape, and then we put it on and everything went so smooth after that and parents turned to me and they were like this is a hundred times better than it was last time and honestly we only ran like the intolerance programs for like two weeks um at different intervals and I was pretty sure at that two week mark that we had everything ready to go and I was correct um he had no problem behavior he got a balloon at the end it was a really great experience he was laughing the entire time um it was like a a total turnaround for his family and it was it was kind of a big deal parents were really really excited about it so how often should the parents be working this into different parts of their schedule um, with the buzzer or with the cape or something like that so that we don't see horrible regression. Yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like if it were me and I had, you know, obviously when I'm, when I'm in clinical practice, I have total control. I, I tell the BTs, I want you to run this every day. They're going to run it every day. Um, I would say that once everything is kind of mastered, I, depending on what the skill is as well, and this might be one of those things that you kind of need a little bit of help in, in finding out where that line is um, and how your child learns and how quick regression can like come about. But um, for that particular child, we're totally fine and he's really safe, uh, totally practicing a haircutting routine uh, once a week now. 
and that's totally fine. And then once we have that going for a couple of months and we don't see any regression of tolerance, uh, we'll change that to once every every couple once every couple weeks, once every couple months even, uh, to the point where he no longer has a problem. And once every six months he goes get to get his hair cut, and it's not a big deal. It's just what happens. It's just part of life, and he doesn't he doesn't have any problems with it. Tolerances are are one of those things that can be really, really difficult. Um, This is something that, like I said before, I I find this really fun. I find this really fascinating. Finding out exactly where the intolerance is and then just working on that one specific thing that can make a routine, something that was absolutely excruciating, uh, go so smoothly. So this is something that, you know, I work on when we have uh, clients that I'm that I'm coaching, that I'm not working with with their their child. I'm working on uh, training the parents on how they can do this for themselves, whether they're just wanting it to supplement their ABA services or they're wanting to do, you know, they're wanting to learn these things for themselves so that they can uh, they can have that experience and that they can be able to help their child navigate through any of these situations and be successful. Um, and so this is something that that I offer training on and coaching on and I work with parents through all of these different things and they help them find out where the exact intolerance is and then we make a, a plan so that the child feels safe uh, so that the parent feels successful, so that things are nice and simple, but we work through all of these problems until there is no intolerance anymore or until we've navigated a really, really uh, functional way around all of those intolerances. Uh, this is something that can be overcome. This is something that is uh, oftentimes very simple to address um, and, and something that, that any parent can, can learn to do uh, with a little bit of practice and guidance. Um, and if it's done right, the child also feels powerful and successful and like they can navigate their life even better and more opportunities are open to them. I offer coaching packages that can, if this is something that you feel like you need help on or would you would like coaching on, um, I have experience with bath time routines, uh, bedtime routines, uh, food intolerances, that's a really common one, um, clothing intolerances, different uh, food textures or clothing textures, um, stroller <laughs> stroller intolerance if you feel like you need that. Uh, uh, you know, it, the list goes on. Uh, and, and kind of once you start to pick up on how to address an intolerance, you kind of can rinse and repeat for multiple different intolerances. And that's kind of the fun part is like, as I've been coaching with parents and I, and I bring them through my process and then they start to see with the first intolerance that things are so much better and their child can navigate through those things so, so much better and they're so much more successful, the parents start to apply it to other areas of life because now they know what to do and pretty soon all of those other areas of life get better as well. So uh, that's kind of the one of the fun things about about intolerances and the work that we do there is that it can be applied to so many different things uh, and, and success rates can be very, very, very fast. What's the number one tip of advice that you would give to parents when it comes to intolerances? My number one tip for parents with intolerances would be get yourself a good consult uh, with a professional that you trust on that. Uh, myself, maybe your ABA provider or a trusted uh, trusted ABA provider in the area that you are aware of. Um, and then secondly, 
would be to take your time and be patient with where your child is at and just focus on getting them successful with where they're at in their in their progression through this process. To book a consult or to contact you, my link is in the description um, and that consult is free and then I can tailor my my coaching package to your needs. Maybe you only, you know, want to work on a very specific thing and you only need a couple you know, maybe you just need a little bit of guidance on what to do, or maybe some mindset stuff, uh, or maybe you want to work on a, quite a few different things or, or some really, really big, uh, big areas. And so I can totally tailor that to your needs. Uh, just go ahead and uh, follow that link and I can get you set up with a free consult. Thank you so much. For those that tuned in, thanks so much for listening. If you have a question you'd like us to talk about, please send it to us at famframing at gmail.com. That's F-A-M-F-R-A-M-I-N-G at gmail.com. Also check out our social media for more great tips and resources. Thanks again and we'll catch you next week.